Leandro LaRosa, chief executive of the 2018 Youth Olympic Games, his fellow organizers and city leaders are meeting with IOC members in Buenos Aires this week. The IOC Coordination Commission for the 2018 Summer Yog is meeting in the Argentine capital to check up on preparations for the event. The roster of members on the commission is led by Frank Fredericks. Last month, LaRosa spoke with Around the Rings editor Ed Hula about the road ahead for Buenos Aires 2018. LaRosa told ATR that planning for the legacy of the 2018 Yog began the day after the city was elected to host the event. He added that athletes and spectators should prepare for a multicultural experience during the summer Yog. Organizers will have cultural elements featured in each venue cluster that showcase the music, food, and history of Buenos Aires. The organizing committee is made up of around 40 organizers, LaRosa said, with experience in marketing, education, infrastructure, and other areas. Over the past year, the team has split up duties into two categories, operations and infrastructure. Infrastructure is under the hands of the Ministry of Urban Development of the City of Buenos Aires. Why? Because we have to build the Youth Olympic Village. And in order to, to build that village and to, to, to develop the whole project, since the bid up to now, it evolved a lot. And it evolved in a, in a good way. Why? Because uh, we understood that the city projects uh, to develop the south part of the city fits very well with the project we have for the Youth Olympic Games. So the first thing we did was to sit down together, NOC, City of Buenos Aires, uh, in order to understand what was going to be the best, not only to deliver great games, but also to engage more people, more um, young people, in the, in the project, and also to leave a, a real legacy. In the, in the Olympic movement, we always uh, listen this word often, uh, that is legacy. And I think uh, that legacy, in our case, is not something that will appear the day after uh, the games uh, finish uh, as, as magic. And also, we have to understand what kind of uh, legacy we leave with the Youth Olympic Games in Buenos Aires. Since we started to activate a lot of uh, a lot of uh, a lot of activities, a lot of things, as soon as we were uh, elected as a host city uh, for the games in 2018, we think we we had a, a strategy since the beginning that the legacy starts the day after we start we, we were elected. That's why going back to why we decided to go to the south part of the city to to have 50% of the of the games happening there. Uh, we've chosen to build the Olympic Village over there. Is this your biggest project, the Olympic Village? Yes, it's the biggest project. It's 32 buildings uh, project uh, that is going to have the capacity of uh, having 7,200 beds in it. and But also, to make this more efficient, for example, one example of what we are doing, we are going to be using the living rooms of the apartments as another bathroom. Why? In order to build less amount of buildings. And then these, uh, these uh, apartments are going to be sold uh, for, 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 for young families. We want, I mean, the, the city wants to, to come to this area of the city uh, with uh, affordable loans. From the, from the bank of the city. The city owns a bank 
and it's, it's, it's going to be like a credit for development. It's an affordable loan uh, for young families to go and establish themselves over there. So we, what we are doing is not, we're not building an island in the middle of the city that nobody's going to use after that, or it's not going to be part of the city. Well, what did, what did you take away from the experience of the Nanjing Games? How, how will Buenos Aires be different? What did you learn from them? Obviously, when you go to China, and this is what I, what I said when I was there, when you, when you go to China, expect nothing to be small. Everything's going to be huge. The most important thing we found is that inside the venues, even though the venues were huge, inside the venues, the way they developed the sports were, were, was very simple. And then we found in the sports, for example, in rowing, in rowing they had the same issue we had. They had rowing in, in, in between two, two, two walls, you know, in a channel between two walls. And the problem for that is that the waves comes back from the wall and you cannot row in the, in, in the best way. We were, all, we were all thinking that this guy were going to invent some kind of new technology or something amazing. Or You know what they did? They put floating plants. So the plants absorbs the waves and the waves cannot come back. So this is what I mean when I say that we learned a lot of things that they did in a simple way to solve some uh, difficult things. What kind of experience do you want the young people to have when they come to Buenos Aires? How will they, how will they feel special when they come there? Because um, not only Buenos Aires, but Argentina is a country made out of uh, immigrants. We are all immigrants. In Buenos Aires City, what we are called porteños. Why? Because we arrived through the port. Because we are all coming from somewhere else. So the most important thing I think uh, these kids are going to live in Argentina is the multicultural environment that they are going to be moving around. Some countries that may organize, or some cities that may organize the Youth Olympic Games, they have to do an effort for the kids to live a multicultural experience. But Buenos Aires is a multicultural experience if you go for vacation to work or for an Olympic Games. In every cluster, we will have a space for music, cultural events, food, sports initiation, even sponsors activation. I mean, all this area is going to be established in every cluster in each of the four clusters we have in Buenos Aires. What about the sports program overall, the sports experience that you're starting to plan for in, in Buenos Aires? I can tell you that the, the IOC Sports Department and International Federations were very flexible with us. And we are trying to improve uh, the experience a lot. For example, rowing, as you know, is always far away. Sailing is always far away. I mean, those kind of ports are always so far away. In Buenos Aires, when we were uh, developing the venue master plan, it was the same thing. We had the rowing national uh, course, 30 kilometers out of the city of Buenos Aires. And at the same time, we have uh, in the middle of the city, Puerto Madero, that you know, where we close to the Hilton. But it's a little bit short. 
So I went to the International Federation and I said, listen, okay, you have two choices. <laughs> Either we go 30 kilometers away and we'll happen the same thing that happened, going to the, back to experience, same thing that happened to the kids in Nanjing. The kids from Nanjing who went to Nanjing, who went to, Nanjing to, to, to compete in sailing made 1,800 kilometers to go training and, and, and competing in the whole period of the games. I don't think it's a good experience for them. So, and on the other side, we have the experience of the spectators and the experience of the people. So I said, either we go far away from the city to have the same 300 people on the stands watching the sport, or you allow us to shorten a little bit and make it a sprint of 500 meters, but it will happen for the first time rowing in downtown Buenos Aires. And you're gonna have a, a full venue, for sure. And they agreed to shorten the distance for the good of, of the sports, for the good of the athletes, and for the good of uh, the spectators. So it's good for everyone. And it's gonna be spectacular from the TV point of view too, from the press point of view. I mean, for, for everyone it's gonna be a great experience. And now you have some new sports. Now we have some new sports, for example, kite surfing, and it's something that we can develop without investment because in Argentina or in Buenos Aires we have this river plate or Rio de la Plata that looks like an ocean. It's windy. It's a, it's a really challenging uh, river to sail, and a lot of people from around the world would love to come to the river plate to have a, a sailing competition because it's a place really, really challenging to sail. So we have this opportunity to do it. We have the space to do it. Uh, there's, uh, there's no investment for us to do it because we usually practice those sports over there. What are, what, what are the big things you need to accomplish, say, over the, over the next year? What are the milestones that you We already cover? started the building of the Youth Olympic Village, and that is something that we are paying a lot of attention. Why? Because uh, we have at least uh, 24 months of uh, building, and uh, we are planning to finish all the infrastructure by the end of uh, 2017. So in order to have time to open it, run it, test it, uh, and some other things, you know, we have to do there and, and put the equipment inside and everything. For me right now, one of the most important things is from the infrastructure point of view to follow that the infrastructure works in order to be sure that we will finish at the, at the end of 2017. But at the same time, it's not the only thing we are doing. We are completely dedicated to the, let's call it, daily events we have in Buenos Aires, um, trying to engage more and more people. A few days ago, before coming here, we ordered uh, a poll to research what's going on with the people about the games. And uh, we were really, really surprised. Because three years before the games happen, 52% of the people in the city of Buenos Aires are aware that the, the games are coming to Buenos Aires, and 84 are in favor of the organization of the Youth Olympic Games in Buenos Aires. And they agree that this is the right event to do. How about opportunities for sponsors? Will there be a, a chance for Argentinian companies to, to support this project? 
we are right now working with a lot of them. Uh, first, we started working with the top sponsors. What we did, because we are lucky that we have uh, all those huge companies that have uh, local uh, offices in Buenos Aires or headquarters, we went to them in order to engage them in an early stage, not to wait for the games, for them to do what they have to do because they have a contract with AOC. We went to them locally and we said, okay, let's discuss locally. You have the right to be with us because uh, your company is, uh, is paying for that. That is great. But at the same time, uh, we think that, um, that you have more opportunities to do some things with us in advance. And I can tell you that this, uh, even the, the IOC marketing department is surprised how well we are doing with, uh, with, the, with the, the local offices of the top, top sponsors. Now we have uh, some of them even helping us developing the, the, the sustainable plan with Dow. Uh, Coca-Cola for the Olympic Games was uh, put together a huge stage and tents and Powerade for the kids that were participating in the, in the Olympic Day. I mean, they are really, really eager to do a lot of things with the organizing committees in advance of the games and then locally obviously you, we have to understand that next year we have a summer olympic games in an, in a neighbor in a neighbor country and, and obviously all the efforts uh, regarding uh, marketing or sponsorship are going to be focused in rio so that's why we are not uh, expecting to have uh, a lot of uh, money income from from them prior to, to Rio. That was Leandro LaRosa, Chief Executive of the 2018 Youth Olympic Games, speaking with ATR editor Ed Hula on the road ahead for the organizing committee. The 2018 Summer Yog opens on October 1st. The program will include some 185 events in 28 sports. Be sure to check into Around the Rings online on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. I'm Nicole Bennett. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.